Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle and I am discussing my first impressions of season 5, Ready to Love. This episode was titled Quality Over Quantity. And as I mentioned a few podcast episodes before, I don't know if I'm going to be reviewing or recapping every episode of Ready to Love. I watched it uh, tonight and I decided to just kind of do a first impressions. But since I am recapping Married at First Sight along with my normal podcast episodes i don't know if i'll be able to review two shows simultaneously (laughs) but i thought hey why not i'll just talk about this new season and my thoughts initially so if you have listened to any of my recaps of last season of ready to love i was so ready for the show to be over (laughs) Last season was a hot, stinky mess. Um, Just because I don't think that many of the people on that show was really ready to love. They was ready to date. They was ready to mingle. They was ready to chill. They didn't really seem to be taking the process seriously. So the fact that they are back with another season, I'm just going to guess that the creators of the show or whatever I don't think that they were very happy I think that they probably saw some of the reviews some of the discontent with last season I'm guessing I'm hoping and just the fact that they are switching up things this season they normally start out with 20 singles and they are starting with 14 seven men seven women and Tommy the host he said a few times that they are focusing over they are focusing on quality versus quantity they want people that are really going to focus on really making connections and are serious about the process so they decreased how many people are initially on the show so we'll see how it goes (laughs) one of the things that i did notice is that they got a lot of buff beefy men this season i'm like where y'all get all of these wrestlers from (laughs) that i'm just like goodness gracious i i that was that's an aside but you know that's one thing that i noticed so in this episode Tommy was not playing and I think he did this last season one man and one woman was going home at the end of the episode so one of the things that happened initially was Fernando and Joy had a very awkward interaction together Fernando really seemed to kind of be interviewing joy he was asking her a lot of questions and they were pretty surfacey they it wasn't a very good interaction between the two of them she was kind of over the situation and 
they definitely did not make a connection. Fernando is 34 and Joy is 41. I believe Joy is a singer and she was not feeling Fernando. <laughs> he was trying, but yeah, she wasn't feeling him. Kina was a mess. Kina was very rude to the men. She was very blunt. Um, one of the guys, uh, Wiley, she had some one-on-one -on -one time with him and he's younger than her. And she was just kind of like, you know, do you date older women? And, you know, he said, you know, I do date older women. And she was kind of like, well, you know, is that because people tell you that you're mature? You know, <laughs> she was just so rude, you know, in her interactions with the men and her, uh, I don't know what they call them, like the confessionals when they're talking to the camera. She was making a lot of rude comments. She was just very off-putting. And it kind of was like, girl, do you want to be there? Like, you know, it's just like what she was just rude that's i mean i can't really i don't know how else to put it she was just she had a snide comment to say about a lot of the different men um and it's just like are you there for love are you there to really get to know these men or are you there just to be nitpicking at everything so i i was i so i think the men were put off by her and i was put off watching her One of uh, one of the couples, or they're not, they're not couples right now, but two people that really related to each other was Demetrius and Sabrina. They both have been married and divorced, and they both went to counseling after their divorce to kind of heal from the divorce and, and to learn kind of how they can do better in the future. So they kind of related to each other, just kind of having gone through similar situations where they had a marriage that didn't work out and they went to counseling and so you know I think that they saw some common ground with each other so I don't know what's going to happen with them but it was a positive interaction between the two of them one guy who I kind of didn't care for was his name was Paul and he wanted to be called P.O. and it's like bro ain't nobody calling you P.O. what is that like parole officer like I'm I, you know and he said he you know it's P.O. because he it like like a post office because he delivers like it just was it was corny you know I can't even laugh about that because it just was it was corny and one of the things that um I didn't like about him is when he was talking with one of the women ace she shared that she was married and then she got divorced and that they she was married for under two years and he was like oh well it sounds like you didn't really give the marriage a try and it's like bro you don't know what happened in that marriage you know she said that she was young when she got married and but you know you it's very assumptive for him to say well you didn't try like you don't know what happened you and you just met her like he was very combative with her um so he I, I wasn't a fan of Paul at all um another kind of um two people that had another connection later on in the show was Tori and Precious they both have um 
difficult relationships with their mom. Tori shared that his mother never really has shown him affection, that his mother just recently within the last few years told him that she loved him and Precious is estranged from her mother from her mother over many years that she was actually raised from her by her aunt. And they both show that they, they think that these uh, issues with their with their mothers potentially may have affected them in their relationship. And so they had, you know, the fact that they both have difficult relations with their mom, you know, it was it was they kind of related on that. And so I think that, you know, they may have a connection. I'm not sure, but just the fact that they both could relate to such a unique not a unique, but you know, they could relate on that level. Um was it, it kind of brought them closer and like you know i don't know if they're going to move forward or go on any dates but they did seem to maybe have an initial connection so in the first half of the show that is when one man was sent home and the women they really like demetrius they really like clifton clifton actually looks like um ed lover to me but anyways i think that's his name but Paul and Fernando were in the bottom, Paul, because he just was pushing a lot of people's buttons. Fernando was just not making any connections, wasn't really engaging with the women in a positive way. Ultimately, Fernando was sent home. And one of the strongest connections that early on was between Joy and Clifton and i don't remember which one but somebody had asked you know so where are we gonna go on our first date so they seem to really be into each other so i think initially they definitely may be the first one i can see that are gonna really try to date each other um the bottom two women were tiffany and kina kina because she was just a mess and was rude to a lot of the men tiffany i think the men had a hard time engaging with her she seemed to have her guard up but ultimately kina was the one that went home and understandably so um one of the things that was kind of interesting is one of the men he was kind of like holding court he was sitting down and the women was coming to him i didn't really like that you know at the end of the day it was supposed to be a mixer where everybody was supposed to be getting to know everyone and he was just sitting down letting the women come to him it's like bruh who are who do you think you are like get up and engage with these women i didn't like that but anyway so that you know that's the first initial um episode one of the twists in the show is that they're going to be bringing in men and women and they're going to have to go on blind dates with the new people that they bring in so that's going to be a new twist i can't really say like i really really like anyone i kind of i kind of like tori the guy um clifton seems kind of cool but it's so early it's like i really just need to see them interacting with each other before I really make any picks but I will say that it does seem like this season's getting off to a better start but I I'm I want to I I want to hold my true opinion because last season was just so ugh. 
I want to really see them interacting before I truly start judging. I, I think that this season will be better. It's got to it's gotta be up from the last one. So that's my quick little first impressions of the first episode and the new season of Ready to Love. And I don't know I, if I'll do this every week. I may, may not. Or I may kind of review or recap a few episodes at a time. But until next podcast episode, this is your girl Rochelle. If you have a moment, please listen to some of my other content. I am available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and pretty much almost anywhere that you may listen to podcasts. And until next episode, take care of yourself and talk to you soon.